Welcome to the Business Meet Soul podcast. I'm your host, Tara Hegarty, and on this show, you can expect powerful soul-shifting conversations to help you effortlessly expand, align your energy, and unlock your infinite potential in life and business. Because your definition of success isn't determined by an endpoint or goal. For you, success is the byproduct of being who you are, doing what you love, and living in alignment with your soul. Are you ready to anchor into deeper layers of abundance, service, and freedom together? Let's dive in. Hello and welcome. Today, we're going to be talking about all the things Akashic Records, what they are, and how they can help you and your business. I am so excited for today's episode because the Akasha world is my zone of genius. I've been accessing it for millennia and I literally pinch myself every day that I access the Akashic Records because I believe that the key to creating an abundant purpose-driven life is this ability to tap into the infinite wisdom within us. It's combining strategy with spirituality in our professional endeavors that leads to success. But the problem is that not everyone knows how to do that. And after going on a healing journey that led me to study the Akashic Records, I learned how to access high dimensional information for myself to create more alignment and fulfillment in my life. And this has led me to offer business healing and alignment sessions for many leaders, creatives, and companies to help them get clarity in their business and remove what's blocking them on a physical, energetic, and soul level so that they can keep evolving on their path with incredible success. And one of the most wonderful things I've learned about working with many different businesses is that we have this amazing inner strength when we see our full potential. And it's this incredible ability to harness that strength at will to overcome the many issues we face on a daily basis. And if we can connect with the soul of our business and the infinite wisdom, it's even easier to overcome such obstacles. And I've found such a way for myself and others through the Akashic Records. I'm so passionate about what I do. Truly, I am. So one question I get asked a lot is, how did I get into the Akashic Records? Well, I spent many years of my life searching for answers in numerous books of spirituality and healing. And in the beginning, I read books like The Alchemist, Celestine Prophecy, A New Earth, Uh, The Art of Happiness by the Dalai Lama, The Seven Spiritual Laws by Deepak Chopra, and The Untethered Soul by Michael Singer, just to name a few. But it was the one in 2015 I came across a book called How to Read the Akashic Records by Linda Howe. I fell in love with this book, and for some reason, Linda's teachings resonated with me, awakening a deeper connection with myself. And for the first time, everything seemed so clear. And I was so excited and amazed that I could actually open my own soul records and have total trust in the information that flowed from this higher source. So I began my own work in the Akashic Records, first accessing my own personal records for a few years, then starting to become an advanced Akashic Records practitioner to help others. But before I continue sharing my story, let's talk about what the Akashic Records are exactly. 
The Akashic Records are fields of energy and information that contain all wisdom, along with all the technical, scientific and creative knowledge throughout time. For you personally, it's like your own personal Google Drive that is always updating and changing. It holds all your individual history, all the truths of the universe, and every energetic vibration of thought and experience. The records include your past lives and all your future potential. So you can imagine if your soul has lived hundreds, even thousands of times, that is a lot of life lessons learned and experiences. We can then use that wisdom in our lives today to make decisions and receive guidance on the things we might be feeling stuck on. The records also contain unending information about the workings of the universe, including scientific discovery, medical advancement, and all sorts of creative inspiration. You may be wondering where exactly these records exist. These records are located right above your head sitting in your 11th chakra, and this place is sometimes referred to as the Akasha, as we'll talk about later which is considered another dimension from the one we're currently living in. And I've actually also seen the location being referred to as the upper world, which is a different world than the one we actually currently live in. So now let's take some time to look at where the Akashic records come from. So reference to these extraordinary records can be found in ancient cultures around the world. Throughout the Bible, all the events of the past the deeds of the people, and even the visions of the future were written in the books of the records. In more recent times, it was Helena Blavatsky who made us aware of the term Akasha. And throughout her teachings, she shares that the Akasha is divine consciousness, the source of all energy and life. Yet she never linked the words records at this time. It was actually Alfred Percy's sonnet who brought the idea of the records to the West when he described the Buddhist belief in a permanency of records in the Akasa and the man's ability to read the same in his book, Esoteric Buddhism in 1884. Some of the more notable readers of the records were Rudolf Steiner and Edgar Case, who was actually known as the sleeping prophet of the 20th century. And it was while he was actually asleep in deep in trance that Case accessed the Akashic Records for thousands of readings he did for people, and he used it for information regarding diagnosis and treatment of physical diseases, as well as accessing past life experiences that were still problematic in the present life. Case believed that while the Hall of Records exists in the etheric, the actual records were saved in some form around 10,500 BC, just before Atlantis was destroyed. And according to Case, there are three locations of the records repository. The Bimini area in the Bahamas, the Yucatan in Mexico, and near the Great Sphinx in Egypt. And Case said that the records tell the history of all humankind since its beginning when the spirit took form. And the word Akashic comes from the Sanskrit word Akasa, which means sky, space, or ethers. And this is a reflection of how vast and utterly expansive the Akashic Records are, going back in time before the ancients and moving in space beyond the universes. And it's this boundlessness which causes many to believe that the records are inaccessible and unreachable, but nothing can be further from the truth. The fact is that they are actually held in the ethers means that they are not only in the skies, but also 
all around you, within you, and indeed everywhere. And the records are available to you and everybody. And through them, you can discover your world and everything beyond. And you can access the information in the records in a number of interesting ways, through meditation, your physical experience, the assistance of spirit, or a prayer. But regardless of the technique you use, the unlimited guidance, inspiration, and energy of the records are yours to explore and to use to change your life with limitless power, love, and joy. So I've told you a lot about the records, where they may have originated, and people known to access them. And you may be thinking that you don't know if any of this can apply to you. But I want to let you know that you're here right now because I truly believe anyone can access their Akashic records. You don't have to be a certain religion. You don't have to be a psychic either. You just have to be you and have an open mind and believe that this is for you and you can do this. And you deserve to have access to the wisdom that we all have. We all have our own Akashic records. So why wouldn't we be able to access them? So now I'd like to share my personal story. So for me personally, (laughs) when I accessed the Akashic records for the first time, I actually didn't experience anything particularly profound. I had sat in a meditative state after saying the opening prayer in order to access the records, and I didn't really get anything other than this pins and needles sensation all over my body. I then got a bit of a headache <laughs> because I was I was trying so hard to focus. And so I remember thinking, you know what? Just because I didn't get what I expected from the experience this time doesn't mean that I can't get that next time. So I continued to develop that trust. And over time, I was able to start receiving messages, visuals, and sensations. And so the messages have developed over time. Because when you do start out, you're just learning and you know you have to start small, you have to tune in and practice trusting. And what I found is that these sessions in my Akashic Records became these incredible times of healing for me. Since then, I've been able to access the Akashic Records at will. And though it's something I was purely doing for myself for a few years, I received the message to do the practitioner training. Let me tell you, I was so apprehensive about doing this for others, but the message kept coming through and my guides were saying, yeah, this is, this is your next step, Tara. And I was like, yeah, okay, I'll get back to you on that one. But when I finally mustered the courage to do the training, oh, I felt like I'd already learned it before. It was so interesting when I was doing the practical exercises because it felt so aligned and so connected it felt like it felt like deja vu and this familiar resonance of knowing in my soul that i'd actually experienced this before so everything felt really natural as i started to go through the training and it felt like i was redeveloping this gift which was just beautiful i truly felt like the records sought me out because it just seemed like i was kind of getting pulled onto this path very quickly And so one thing I learned very quickly with the Akashic Records is that you need to have an intention, something to focus on, because it's pretty much an infinite amount of information, because not only does it have all your soul's information, but it has everyone else's, humans, the animals, the trees, 
businesses, and all the souls that have ever existed are in this database. Some people like to say it's like a library, but I like to break it down and talk about it in relation to the internet. So when you think about the internet, it's this vast base of information that you're obviously never going to be able to see all at once, right? (laughs) Because there's so much information on the internet. And the only thing that you can see is the pinpointed piece of information you're actually searching for. You know, you go in and you type whatever you want um, information about. And before you know it, www.whatever you want to look up brings up the information for you. And it's not just about the fact that this information is available for you to access, but how you receive the information too, like through Wi-Fi. So the internet is accessed through these invisible frequencies that allows us to connect to this information. You can't see them, but you just trust that those waves are there and that they're bringing you information to you. Like how this podcast is shared over the internet, right? And we just trust that this information is going to get to where it needs to go through these energetic frequency waves coming to you and me. The Akashic records are an energetic frequency in a similar way. They're like radio waves, light waves or sound waves, all of which we cannot see, but we perceive them with our physical body, our antenna. And we move through this world with our five senses, right? So we can touch, taste, see, hear, smell the world around us. But we don't really put as much emphasis on the sixth sense, which is our inner knowing or intuition. It's this feeling where all of a sudden you're drawn to something where you can sense something is going to happen, or you feel like you've already experienced a moment in your life. We can use this sixth sense as a guide in order to move through this lifetime, picking up on those real subtleties from divine source energy that's always guiding us. It's helpful to think of intuition like an actor on stage. When you're using your intuition, you're standing in the beam of a single focused spotlight, and through that beam illuminates you in your current lifetime. It doesn't light up the rest of the stage, meaning all the other lifetimes your soul has lived. However, when you access your records, the divine director flips a switch and sheds light on what's all around you. You can see so much more. You can see who else is involved in a particular scene and how their words and actions have been affecting you. Then in that moment of illumination, you're free to decide if you'd like to change the scene by changing your next lines and actions. So I'm going to share a little bit about how I experience the Akashic field. When I enter the Akashic field, I get a visual of me in this vast blackness, floating without any light or sound, and this grid-like system beneath me. It's like this similar sensation you get in one of those float tanks. Then I have this door that goes upward for infinity, and when I open the records, this door opens inwards, and then this abundant, vibrant white light streams out from it. And this light is so bright that I cannot see beyond, but I'm greeted by certain guides, masters, teachers, and loved ones. Interestingly enough, I used to use Linda Howe's opening prayer, but since receiving my own Akashic Light prayer a couple months ago, I no longer use hers, and now I can actually step into this door rather than wait to be greeted, which is pretty cool. And just to clarify, it's not a prayer in the religious sense, but a sequence of words that energetically unlocks the doors to the Akashic Records. 
It's the perfect combination of intention and frequency to access the records. And I'll share a little bit more about this later because I believe I'm here now to teach others using my special Akashic Light prayer. Okay, so they're my records and I know I'm clearly giving myself permission, but if I was going to go into your records, I need complete permission. And I personally believe that you cannot read for anyone under 18 because until a child reaches the age of 18, they are the legal responsibility of their parent or guardian. And since having an Akashic reading requires individuals to take responsibility for their own actions and karma, children must wait until they are 18 to have a reading. And you can read the records of your animals, of your land, or of your business. But again, you have to ask for consent And then you have to trust your intuition to know if it's consented or not. And once you have consent and begin accessing the records, you can start asking questions like you would in a normal conversation. A lot of people will go in asking questions about specific relationships in their lives or their purpose or around their business. There's so many questions that you can go in and ask. They just have to be open-ended questions. There's no yes or no questions in the records. So you're not going to get a hard yes or a hard no. Everything is from a real elevated perspective when you access the records. And so when I do this with clients specifically, we do it in a very sacred container. And since everyone's experiences in the records are a bit different, I thought I'd share a bit about how I experience the records with clients. So I prepare myself for this session by doing a meditation and intention And depending on how I feel, I might light some candles to support the session. It's actually quite different for every session. Then I take my clients through a thorough explanation of the Akasha, what to expect, and allow any questions to be answered so that they are comfortable before we begin. I then access the records through the Akashic Light prayer process. And while the client describes what's going on, I start to receive messages. And when I'm in the records, there's almost a split of experiences that I have. The first is the messages and information, and then the second are my reactions to it. I'm on one side and the messages are on the other. So it's very interesting because I'm claircognizant, which means I have this sense, knowing sense, but I also get clear visuals too, which is called clairvoyance, which most of us have heard about. And to quickly explain the clairs, just so you know what they each mean, we have clairvoyance, which is the ability to see and have intuitive visions. Clairaudience is clear hearing, so the power to hear sounds from the spirit world. Clairsentience, which is clear feeling and sensing emotions. Claircognizant, which is clear knowing, so that intuitive inner knowing. Clairalience, which is clear smelling or the symbolic meaning of a smell. Claircognizance, which is clear taste, so the ability to taste without actually putting anything into your mouth, and clairtangency, so clear touch, which is the ability to receive information by touching. So yeah, with my process of reading the records, I get a very strong level of knowing, some visuals that I draw out, and I'm also able to pick up on sensations within my own body, like pins and needles in specific locations, um, which actually means certain things. I get hot and cold. I get heaviness and lightness in my limbs. It's actually really different for each reading. 
And the more I speak the messages aloud, the stronger and the more clearer the messages are that come through. So yeah, I'm more claircognizant, partially clairsentient, clairvoyant and clairaudient. And sometimes I'll even feel energetically where there are blockages or stuck energy within a client's body. And there's truly so much healing that can happen in the Akashic Records. I can feel these all developing as time goes on too. And I know this to be true because in a past life, I was a cloth maker in Egypt where I had visions of people dying before they actually did and pre-cutting the cloth for the embalming process, which is pretty cool. So these knowings and visuals are so strong that I have to really trust that whatever I'm being guided to say is for their highest good. And sometimes the messages they're giving me just make me laugh. I just can't help myself as I interpret and hear what's being spoken. Or sometimes it's how they come through, like rhymes or songs. And I've sung song lyrics before and I'm thinking, gosh, I just was not expecting that. And there's definitely been times where I've received a message and I'm like, what the heck is this? What are they going to say to that? And I have to set my ego aside and trust that this message is for them, not me. Because there's been messages I've received and I felt like, oh boy, I just didn't want to say that. And I remember one particular um, incident that this happened and it wasn't until the end of the session where we talked through what came up for her and I said, you know what, I have to be honest, there was one thing that came through and I'm going to tell you what it is, but it just felt really weird when it happened. And after I told her, she goes, oh my gosh, that's so bang on. And I was like, okay, so this is affirming to me to just trust and share whatever comes through. And something I really love about sessions is that when I'm in someone's business records, it's so different to their personal records. From my experience, opening up your business records with a solid intention and strategy allows you to make the most of your precious time. It's like this wave of relief you kind of need because when you start asking direct questions around your branding, your marketing, your offers, your sales, your growth, and so on, you get the answers and action steps you were seeking all this time without spending thousands upon thousands of dollars having other people tell you what worked for them and it never working for you. For example, looking at your energetic branding along with the right counsel and what you actually want to show up as, what that energy is important for you to embody and express throughout your business, it's vital to get right from the get-go to attract a steady stream of soul clients and opportunities. So before we wrap up today's episode, I just want to share a favorite client story with you. I really love doing readings for clients. I get such a buzz out of it and see them as really fun, enjoyable and insightful because a lot of the time I'm brought forward with different sets of instructions to work through something like releasing blockages, healing ancestral lines or past lives, which gives clarity on a lesson that's still being carried over in this lifetime and so many more. So for one client, she was getting intuitive nudges that something was just off with her business and she was unable to pinpoint exactly what it was. So after booking a business reading with me, we opened up her business records and as she was explaining what she was experiencing within her business, I started to draw these long wavy dotted lines down the paper and then to the right of this was a picture of a house. And so I started asking her guides and masters what the lines represented and the word song lines popped into my mind. 
So song lines are like earth energy lines or ley lines. And immediately I knew that she was hosting her retreats on sacred song lines and needed to be moved right away to a different area on her property. So I drew a compass and they indicated the retreat needed to be hosted on the southwest part of her property, literally the only other viable spot near her house that they could go. And she was dumbfounded and was so curious to know how I knew the exact location on her property. And all I can say is that I was shown to me from a map I drew on a piece of paper right in front of me. So in less than 30 minutes, she discovered the exact thing that had been holding her back from her next level, and we literally mapped it out. And then we worked together on the next steps for her business to flourish. And from this moment in time, she was able to claim all her power back from it. And she said she walked away with everything she needed from that reading. And each session feels so magical. And it's not just a reading, it's everything you could possibly need and a little more. It's healing, it's strategy, it's intuitive messages and guidance. And as you can probably feel, the records have opened up my world to see beyond what I could have ever imagined, connected me with incredible souls. And I'm totally committed in supporting all to have a more conscious relationship with themselves and the soul of their business. I truly believe your soul is loyal and patient and will wait an eternity for you to reconnect. So it may be already glowing brightly with love, or it may be a tiny speck of light just waiting for you to begin your journey. So we can reconnect that by working within the Akashic Records. It's a safe, peaceful, and gentle environment to work in. And then with your new awareness, you'll be able to live a life that fits who you really are. Your relationship with yourself and the people you love will be enriched, helping you to reach your full potential in this lifetime personally and professionally. So if you have the curiosity around the records, I encourage you to explore, do your research, and please reach out to me if you're interested in learning more about the process using the Akashic Light Prayer I was gifted to help your business reach its full potential. that concludes today's conversation if it lifted your spirit or touched your soul it would mean the absolute world to me if you could leave a review and subscribe to this podcast so that more souls can be impacted by these life-changing conversations and if you're not ready for this episode to end head over to tarahegarty.com to get the show notes for today's episode i love you so much and thank you for being here I'll see you next week for another episode of Business Meets Soul.